listeners, there's really only one way that I can start off this podcast today, and it goes a little something like this. Hi listeners, welcome to Come At Me, an extremely important podcast. I'm Kendra, I'm here with Riley. Hi. Uh, guys. That was amazing. That was amazing. We just have to take a moment and say that that was amazing. That was real good whistling. Oh, thank you. Um, my mouth is kind of dry, and uh, I was gonna, I was gonna try and sing it, but if I sang it hot, like, do yeah. do do, it's too high. And then if you go low, no, the whistling too low. was a, it was a good choice. Thank I you. really, I really support what just happened. <laughs> thank you. I'm very glad. Um, guys, this week we are. We are talking something so relevant. It's a really, it's really like a talent I think both of us have to just for picking things that people care about. <laughs> Last week we talked about uh, Justin okay. Timberlake. You can't get any more Riley- relevant than Justin Timberlake. It's really too true. Riley can actually pick some things, but I picked the movie, uh, lo- the 1970 movie Love Story, based off of a book. I didn't even look this one up on Wikipedia. I'm just gonna get right into it. Um, okay. I did watch it though, so. That's, I promise I, mean, I didn't that's watch what we're it. talking about, so that's good. Okay, um, anyway, let's, uh, we're going to talk about that, but first I've got some stuff from Pinterest that I want to discuss with Riley because I think it's worth discussing. Hell yeah. And uh, then later on in the show, we'll have uh, a few surprises, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> so don't wow. even worry about it. There's a weird sound happening outside of my recording closet right now. Um... I hope oh. it's one of your dogs. It is. Lennox okay, has good. a bone, and it sounded like someone chiseling at my wall. That's but it's fine. just a dog with a bone. Cool. It's not a murderer or anything. That's good. I mean, you know, so who's to say? We'll I mean, find it... out later. <laughs> Lennox is a murderer. Surprise! Um, well, right. I'm going to jump right into this Pinterest stuff, unless you've got something something else you want to jump into. Um... I have a lot of things on my mind, but none of them are really very interesting. So let's let's get to the Pinteresting things. Shall <laughs> the Pinteresting we? things, and you know they're not terribly Pinteresting, but I was like, I got I have to share these somewhere, and I find that this is a platform that I like sharing it on. So um, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was uh, one of the girls we went to high school with, Riley. I follow her on Pinterest. I'll tell you who it is off air. Not that she'll ever listen to this, but give me you know. her initials because I like when we do this game. Oh, it is a good one. It's a uh, C. And mm-hmm. then their, her last name was is start, started with an A, I believe, although I think she's married I now. know I know who it is because you've sent me screenshots of things, like when she got hacked one time on Pinterest or something. Hell yeah, good. So I'm I know glad. exactly who okay, you're talking good. about. Okay, good. Cool. So it won't be a surprise to Riley, but um, she was pinning, you know, those like pieces of wood with like vinyl letters on them <laughs> to stay stupid saying. You bet I do. You good. bet I do. She has been pinning a lot of these, um, they're like... They're wood the size of bricks, and then they're kind of stacked on top of each other like books, so they're kind of mm-hmm. staggered sizes. Mm-hmm. And then there's a ribbon that goes underneath it and, like, around it like a present, and then there's words on the front side. It's not it's not cute. It's really something, ugly. Something about that, like, I got angry and then nauseous. Yeah, yeah it's really... I'm going to have to... I'll have to post some screenshots Ugh. because they're really, really... They're painful. Anyway, so I think I've got five or six here that I just would like to read the quotes and the sayings because I think they're truly incredible, okay? Hell yeah, let's do this. This first one is the configuration I just explained, and the colors are black and white and gray, so it's really, like, tasteful. <laughs> um, it says, it says, dad, dot, 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 Ooh. 
Any man can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a daddy. Okay. (laughs) I would like you to unpack that one, please. First of all, (laughs) I've heard this quote before, but never as daddy. (laughs) I've heard it as dad. Or like father. Like, I've heard it, anyone can be a father, take someone special to be a dad. And right. that's like, okay, sure, okay, sure. But, like, right. turning it into daddy, it's... daddy has become such a sexual word. Yeah. And, and even it's... when it's not a sexual word, it's already got a connotation of, like, a spoiled brat, like, uh-huh. asking for money. Right. Right. It's not there's, great. There's a lot of things about this that make me uncomfortable. I feel like my... Te- chest is tightening right. <laughs> thinking about that. for some reason I have a very like physical visceral it's, reaction it's, to this it's fu- good we're all experiencing the same thing okay this next one is the same color scheme um and Tasteful. it's the same person who made it it's like the same Etsy shop and this oh one says she needs to pick some new things to do. yeah no kidding but I've got three from this Etsy shop so they're all oh great God. buckle up okay uh, right this one this one um I think I've heard as well I just wanted to make sure everybody's heard it it says dad a son's first hero a daughter's mm. first love and I've always been really uncomfortable with this <laughs> I think the first time I saw that phrase was uh-huh. at Michael's with you I believe that. Do you recall this? Okay. Was it on, like, a little glass tile? Yes, 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 yes. Good. Okay, good. And I remember at the time (laughs) being extremely disturbed and still being disturbed. And I want to, like, go on record that I really love my dad and we get along really well. for sure. I've never been... I would never say he was my first love. That's fucking weird. It's like, yes, I love my dad because he's my dad. But I never thought, like... I want I'm a prince like Deborah, right? It's creepy to even say or think about. Okay. The next one says, same- Also, same, why, oh, yeah. why so many dad-themed ones? Like, um, I don't know, but I've got a lot of them, so- the fuck? Okay. I know. This next one I just thought was stupid. It's not, like, sexual or anything. I was just like, no, I don't like this. We'll it see. Says, I'll be the judge of it being okay. sexual or not. Okay, good. It says- the best dads get promoted to Grampy, spelled G-R-A-M-P-I-E. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's, you heard me. The best dads get promoted to Grampy. I can't even, like, begin to understand why someone thought that was something people would relate to. I don't know. But I guess this girl did. Uh, the woman running the Etsy shop did. Oh, man. Thank God for Grampy. So, Who, does anyone call their grandpa Grampy? No, I really don't think so. I mean, I mean, okay, there's obviously someone out there, but it's stupid. Well, this Etsy owner, apparently. <laughs> right? It's just, wow. okay. Okay, let's say, let, Riley, let's say you were having kids, mm-hmm. and you were, you wanted to get your dad something nice to say, like, <laughs> you're gonna... <laughs> You're a grandpa now. Well, I mean, I have no... I don't even need to think about it now. I got these locks already to go, Grampy. You're like, hey, I never... Don't even... Oh, it's just On a so side stupid. Note, yeah. My dad has always been very upfront with the fact that he does not want to be called Grandpa. He wants, like, a fun grandpa name. Well, you found it. So, I think he went with... 
He went with something weird that he decided was going to be his grandpa name. Oh, I told him to be called Pop Pop, and he liked yeah. that, and my mom hated it. Yeah. Um, but I was like, Pop Pop. Me and my siblings, who are never going to be in a relationship or have children, but no. we always said that if we ever had kids, my my mom's going to be Graham Graham, and my dad's going to be Shabadoo. There you go, Shabadoo. So, so there you go. All right. Where did that you, come from? Uh, Futurama. Oh. Okay. My dad. My dad loved it. He's like, that's perfect. That's what you have to call us. And I was like, all right, you're not getting grandkids. Yeah, like, who's going to call you? <laughs> Sorry. Um, the dogs. Right? All right. The, if you like that last one about Grampy, you're going to love this one. Oh, my God. This one says, Nanas are just moms with frosting. Um... I don't even know, like, what they're trying to say here. It all sounds so sexual, right? With frosting, yeah. It like, really I just does. picture, like, a mom uh-huh. with, like, a tub of frosting, and she's wearing, like, an apron and nothing uh-huh. else, and she's yeah. like, call me Nana. Yeah. And everybody's and then, like, like, her fingers in the frosting. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was great. Um, then there's this next one. And since we've already spent nine minutes on this, I gotta gotta speed through the rest. I this just, next I mean, one. we can't. They're they're baffling. <laughs> they're incredible. All right, this one says, I mean, you've probably heard this one too, but I thought it was stupid wording. It says, "There's these boys who stole my heart. They call me mom." Ugh. And I really hate it. <laughs> I really hate that one. I. I mean. We could we could really get into it here, and yeah. I'm just gonna not. But okay. I'm getting like millennial moms flashbacks. Like, That's exactly what it is. This oh is like God. the side of motherhood that just like makes me really like horribly depressed. Yeah, it's uh, agreed. Agreed. Oh, Go listen God. to our mo- millennial moms episode. You'll know. It's a good one. I promise. All right, this one doesn't have anything to do with a family member. Surprisingly. Okay, I'm shocked. What does it say? <laughs> it says. Sandy toes, salty kisses, starfish wishes. That's it. That's it. S- S- starfish Gross. wishes. Riley. I don't. <laughs> okay, let's say. Okay, uh, since I worked uh. at TJ Maxx, we sold a lot of like beach themed stuff for like bathrooms. So let's say you've got like a powder room, and you're like, this is gonna be beach themed, even though I live inland. And so you get some cute, and by cute, I mean terribly tacky, but you think they're like cute, like starfish shaped things. And then you're like, I need a sign to put right up above the toilet. And you're like, sandy toes, salty kisses. And then you're like, what's something that kind of rhymes with kisses, but has to do with the beach? I know. Starfish wishes. It doesn't, one, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Two, why? I've got a really, like, I've got the biggest question with that phrase, starfish wishes. What is that? I mean, it's like wish upon a star, but, like, they're fish, so it's like the starfish. Starfish Oh, God. I didn't even think about... But it's just... I don't... I say this phrase a lot, and sometimes I think I should stop saying it, but Mm -hmm. that's the whitest thing I've ever heard. I would agree. I would agree with that, because it is... And you can just... I can just see the customer now walking into TJ Maxx who would have them in their bathroom. Yeah. And it makes me angry. I mean, that's like straight up my grandma, Marilyn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. This last one is similar to a few I've read before, but this is the last one. Okay. My prince did come... 
His name is Daddy. Listen. <laughs> you can't say come and daddy in the same sentence without people being like, okay. And it's, and it's just, you know, it's that stupid, like, curly Q font, and you know they stick it on their mantle, and it's oh not good. That's just like... <laughs> That's like so sexual. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, I mean, come on. Ugh. Even sheltered, even sheltered people. Like you gotta, you gotta know. You just can't in this day and age. You can't just say daddy anymore. You no. can't just throw that out there. It's just I not mean, allowed. We know. No. We all know what daddy is now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And it's let's let's not, guys. Let's just not. Mm. Um. Anyway, that was Kindred Read Shit Off of Pinterest. And One of my favorite things. No, oh, thanks. Um, while I try to not hiccup, um, will you take us into the episode, Rye? Tell us, tell us about Love Story. Okay, Love Story is a love story. I know that's Shocking. revolutionary. Um, the plot, briefly, is about... Um, hmm... There's a boy, and he is annoying, and then there's a girl, and she's even more annoying, and then they fall in love, and then you're supposed to care, but you just don't, and then she dies, and no one ever tells you why, and then it's over. Love story. <laughs> a love story for the ages. Um, I personally hated it a lot. I'm going to assume that you didn't like it. Um, if you did, I'm excited to talk about it. All right. Uh, but I hated it, and I don't think you like it either. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's so shitty. <laughs> it's, um, I was, the only thing that I – the reason I picked it was, one, I was skimming through, and I was trying to see what was streaming that I had seen. Yeah. And I watched this probably four years ago after watching an episode of The Middle where the kid Brick, he was in the library, and he was reading the book Love Story. And I, was I like, love the middle. That's such a cute show. So great. And Bricky's such a great character. But he was reading that and I was like I was like, Oh, I saw that's on Netflix. Maybe I'll go watch it. And I but honestly when I was scrolling through, I barely remembered anything except for a dis I remember the plot point of and spoilers. Oh my god, you guys. Spoilers for this 47, 48 year old movie. <laughs> um, but the plot point where they don't tell her she has cancer. And okay, he's like, hold on though. Hold on. They okay. don't tell us she has cancer either. No one ever says oh, what yeah. she's dying from. Whatever she's... just like, she's dying. And he's like, okay. He doesn't go like, from what? Right. Like, yep. It's ridiculous. And yeah. yeah, and she doesn't fucking know for and like they, a month. They don't tell her. And I just remember being really angry. And I was like, ooh, if this is as bad as I remember that plot point being, this will be good. Cause, yeah. And guess what? It was horrible. <laughs> I have... I have a couple pages of notes okay. of just like my thoughts as, we, as I watch this. Let's let's go. You get us started, and I'll I'll follow. Well, for I want to start with something that I think just really rounds out the whole movie. Okay, and that's what we just mentioned. So she's dying, mm-hmm. and they never say of what. No, that epitomizes this whole movie. Yep, yep. It's like she's dying. Why? Right. Okay, they never tell you. They're in right. love. Why? They never yep. tell you. We're supposed it's... to like these characters. Why? They never show, like, 
they suck. These characters suck. They're, and they're terrible. annoying as fuck. And, and the girl is supposed to be like playfully annoying. She's just shitty. I hate she's her. She's just horrible. And it's Ugh. in it's incredible. The first like literally within 45 seconds into the movie, we've met the characters and then they're in love. It's literally a yes. minute into the movie. And isn't this like I know it was really popular in the year. Yeah. But isn't this like a fairly like loved movie yeah it that's it's a uh, last week or whenever whenever i teased this it's because it was it was added to hulu because it's oscar season and it won oscars why um i'm betting it's for that stupid song that plays throughout oh my god but i remember i remember when i saw it the first time i was like that's what this song is from because yeah. i i definitely heard this stupid song before <laughs> i have a lot of I just wrote, like, bullet points as I watched it. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of bullet points that just say boring, don't <laughs> care, not connected to this at all, don't buy it. Like, so, everything is so bad. And it's just, it's like, it's like, okay, I'm gonna write a story about a boy and a girl, and the boy's rich, and the girl's not. Weird. And the thing is, is it's like, oh, is someone My breaking into your house? I don't, my dogs are freaking out, and, like, no one ever comes here. It's fine. I don't know if I should go, like, investigate. Well, follow your dreams. I can, we can cut this all out of the podcast. I'm just, sorry, I'm just listening now. That's okay. Is this good? Is this good listening, listeners? I think it is. It's good listening to you listen. Someone, like, might have knocked, but the doors are all locked, and I have dogs, so I'm not super worried about it. Like, no one's yeah. going to break in, because they'll literally get attacked. My dogs hate yeah. everyone. <laughs> they'll just Except Kendra. get them. It's true. Um, Sorry. You're Sorry. fine. Are we good to discuss again? Yeah. I think, okay. I think so. They okay. seem to have stopped. They might be dead downstairs. Who knows? Yeah. It's good just, joke. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, oh, sad. Uh, guys, it's probably fine. We'll find out. Um, this movie is just like plot point after plot point of cliches yeah. and bad cliches. It's like and they I just picked stupid uh, ones. I was wondering if like it's cliche now, forty yeah. years later, and if yeah. like in the time it was like really like new shit. Right. But I don't. I don't think the idea of like a rich guy falling in love with a poor girl is like revolutionary. No, not a, I. I it's literally not. I it. I mean, tale as old as fucking time. Like it's yeah, man. It's oh, like everything is so abrupt. The pacing it's, is so weird. I just have a really hard time with these kind of love stories where it's like a Romeo and Juliet type of thing because I've learned yeah. slowly over the years just to despise Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, and it's like I mean, I still love that movie though. Not well, oh lie. well, the one with the the girl with the boobs and the guy who yeah, looks like Zac Efron, Zac Efron. like oh. that's okay. That's a great guy. That's like on. one of my like favorite love story movies. I really fucking get into that. One. That's that's because it's a quality movie, but it's, it's not my it's not a it's not my personal favorite love story at all. Well, because yeah, little. it's like. I kept thinking about this. This is something I remember you saying years ago. Mm-hmm. But you were t- you were talking about how like love stories and movies you have such a hard time buying them because they like we never spend enough time with them to really yeah. buy the relationship. Yeah. And this movie like really really is that. Like yes. they everything is just shoved down your throat. Like look, they're in love. We swear, yep. we swear to God, look at them yep. playing in the snow. Yep. But like it never feels real. I will no. I will openly admit 
Mm-hmm. I cried at the end, but that's yeah. because it was cheap. Like it's a yeah. it's a wife dying of cancer. It's... I am married and I love my husband and thinking about right. that makes me sad. Yeah. And it is. I mean, but it... not of cancer. I don't even know no. what of. <laughs> well, I don't know very... even tell us. Well, it's really weird cuz she's like she's like a music major or whatever and at the very end when she's the final scene where she's in bed, she's still like seems pretty normal. They didn't do much makeup yeah, she on seems her. she's fine. And then she's like I can't remember box music i used to and then yeah. she dies like it's yeah i yeah. i wonder it was like literally her first symptom that yeah. she's dead yes th- that's uh, the thing i thought was interesting was the dad the the guy's rich parents you know there were yeah. a couple i felt like they foreshadowed a couple time that he was a reckless driver <laughs> and they oh, were like oh yeah. drive slowly drive slowly and then like he speeds off and he's right. kind of like angry while he's driving and i thought if i hadn't have seen it i was like Oh, I would probably think that he would like die in a car accident. Well, but instead, <laughs> like the other thing that was really annoying is like mm-hmm. the movie starts with him going, "What do you say about a 25-year-old girl who died?" Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. So <laughs> the whole movie I know that like soon she's going to die. Yeah. So that's... like I don't even it was hard to even like you're not surprised when this news right. comes. You're just right. like, okay, well, like that's the first line the first line of the movie is like what do you say about a 25-year-old girl who died? She right. loved Mozart, Bach, <laughs> the Beatles, and the and Beatles. Me. Yeah. And it's just, like, the dumbest shit. Yeah. And it's all just, like... And she's so unlikable. Like, she painfully is unlikable. horrible. He's, like, pretty cute and okay. Yeah. yeah. Still annoying. Still yeah. not oh, great. Yeah. No. And she's, like, such a bitch. And she's yeah. supposed to be a bitch. But she's yeah. such a bitch that, like, I can't get over it. Well, I'm, like, when did this... This kind of female character drives me crazy. Yeah, <laughs> where like, it's I'm like, not like other girls. Right. And it's just done so stupidly. <laughs> Yeah, like tastelessly. Yes, she's, oh, and it's just, I don't know. But I guess the only thing that I could say I maybe like about this movie was that it was actually filmed in 1970, so the aesthetics are cool. Like, yeah. you know, she has a couple outfits, and I'm like, yeah, the 70s. You but know? another thing about, like, her outfits to me felt so, like, she's going to be a fashion icon from this movie. Like, it, oh, yeah, I can see like, that. Like, there's. There's a couple times where, like, she's wearing a scarf that exactly matches her skirt. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this poor girl. Yeah. Like, the whole thing, they're just like, she's so poor. And then uh-huh. she, like, dresses like a fucking fashion icon the whole movie. I know. There it's... was a couple things that I was like, okay. I... Like, um, he's a rich lawyer in New uh-huh. York City by yeah. age 24. That's what, that was my big thing. I was like, I'm like oh, okay. they really struggled through that one, didn't they? Yeah, they're like uh-huh. poor for like three months and then uh-huh. magically he like has his dream <laughs> job and they're like super fucking rich in this giant apartment. And I'm like, right. all right. And they're like, um, I know inflation, you guys, but like their rent was like $80. <laughs> I know They're that like blew my mind. Like eighty dollars for four rooms, we can't. And, afford yeah, that. and she's like, I make thirty five hundred dollars a year, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's that's oh god, I don't know. I, it's it's just like it. I just hate it. <laughs> I yeah. I always do this where I pick a movie that I hate, and then I make myself suffer by having to watch it again. I also, yeah, I just. <laughs> I really hate a lot of things. I'm just looking at my notes. Yeah. And I think, like, something that we have to talk about because I still don't even understand what it was, like, what was happening. Okay. 
um, the scene before the point where she says the infamous line that really bothers me. Oh, I can't believe. Yeah, we have to talk about that. The worst yeah. line in the world. So this line that I guess was like iconic uh-huh. um, is love means never having to say you're sorry. Which is bullshit. Which is like, I like, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? And what does she mean when she even says that? To, like, what is she saying with that? Like, you shouldn't ever do anything that you have to apologize for if you love somebody. Is I that think, what she's saying? Or is she I, saying that like. They should understand why you're shitty because they love you. I think that one, I think it's like a combination of they should understand, yeah, they should understand you're going to be shitty, but it's okay. Because they love you? Yeah. Okay, Which that's is stupid. the shit in the world. It's and so stupid. Can you explain to me what the scene was preceding that? Like, he, it's like him running through the halls of the music mm-hmm. place, like opening doors for, by the way, way too long. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he goes home and she's on the porch waiting for him. She forgot his her key, but yeah. why was he looking for her? Where was she? Well, why wasn't I'm really confused the scene, about what the even s- happened. The scene right before it, they got an invitation from his parents to go to dinner. Right. And so and they a big plot point, a really big stupid plot point is that he doesn't yeah. he and his, his dad parents, don't get along. Yeah, or whatever. And it, it, they like barely don't get along. They're like cordial to each other. But um, but they get an invitation, and then she calls him up to decline because he doesn't want to go. And right. she's like, "I'm sorry." And then she's like, "But, but he wants you to know that he, that loves, he loves you very you. much." And then he's like, "Get out!" And then it's like, oh. "Oh, oh!" But then she leaves. But then what was the part? But then the after the montage of him going to look for her, which is what that was, we come back and she's sitting on the stoop. And That's she's the thing. Like, I was really confused about like yeah. how this was even logistical. Like, I know how did this even happened. Because where did she, she's like? I forgot my key, and I'm like, to what? Like, what did? Yeah. She, so like, did she leave and walk down the road, and then he like immediately went to look for her? She immediately came home and didn't have her house key. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's actually what happened. Which is it didn't make sense to me, and also. He uses that line at the end to, like, uh-huh. be a dick to his dad. Yeah. And that's why I was so confused about what that line is supposed to mean. His dad. Right. So she, she dies. And by mm-hmm. the way, her big thing was that she wanted him to be friends with his dad. Yeah. And then also, okay, let's talk about. Okay. Never mind. I'll finish no, okay. my thought and then we'll okay. go back. Okay. So then his dad comes to the hospital. And he's like, I heard about Jenny. I want to help. And he's like, she's dead. And then yeah. his dad's like, I'm so sorry. And he goes, love means never having to say you're sorry in like a mean way. And then he runs away, like saying like, I'm never going to talk to you. But her, her whole thing was that she wanted them to like be friends. Does so he, wouldn't he like reconcile with his dad? Does he run away? I thought they yeah. reconciled, but I was no, not they don't. really paying attention. Okay. He like angrily says, love means never having to say you're sorry. And then he goes and sits on that bench. And then we're brought to the first oh, scene yeah. of the movie and he's like really miss my dead wife i think Um, i got the impression that they did reconcile because i think they're trying to use that line as a positive throughout the whole movie which is so stupid i i mean i i could definitely be wrong because also i like didn't give a shit about this by that point yeah no Um, that's what i'm saying i'm like maybe i don't know because i was not tuned in also what i wanted to say was Mm -hmm. um the the dude what's his what's i don't know his name it's Jenny and Oliver. Oh. Ollie. Okay. Preppy. Okay. Oh, um, gross. Oliver. Oh, yeah. And she keeps calling him Preppy, and it's really stupid. I hate stupid. it. I hate it. 
But he goes to his dad when Jenny's sick because he mm-hmm. tells the doctor she's a millionaire, so they'll like treat her better, which yeah. is like really fucked up. Uh-huh. Um, but he goes to his dad to ask for five thousand dollars, and instead of saying Jenny is sick, which is uh-huh. like a pretty logical thing to do, right. he his dad is like, "What did you like? Are you in trouble? Like, did you get a girl pregnant?" And he's uh-huh. like, "Yep, that's it. I need money to make this problem go away." And, and his then dad's the dad, like, okay. Yeah, then the dad gives him $5,000. But the dad's like, we've all been there. Yeah, but the thing is, is it's like, that's after they had already reached out with a dinner invitation. So it seems yeah. like the dad was, like, willing to, like, hey, you know, maybe let's not have you not talk to me. Come well, have dinner. Also, like, I don't understand the character's motivation to not tell his dad that his wife is sick. Yeah, and instead kind of, like, ruin his name of... yeah. <laughs> like, why would he... I I genuinely don't understand why that character would do that. I don't know. Like, I really he, I don't know. I guess he doesn't want his dad to feel bad for him, but he's yeah. already asking him for money to help save her anyways, so right. why... I don't Why not I don't just know. tell him the truth? I do not well, understand that. And I think um, the, the whole argument between him and his dad, after he brings Jenny home... And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to marry this girl. And the dad's like, hey, what if you waited until after law school? Like, she'll, and he's like, she'll still be there. You. And then they get married anyway. I'm just yeah. like, I'm just like, at that point, you're still married. You're out of, you've got a nice job. Your dad can probably, would probably suck it up. Like, well, oh. and I mean, that whole point doesn't make any sense either. Like, no. his dad was like, don't marry her. You should just wait until you're done with law school. Right. And that's, like, very logical and very yeah. reasonable. Yeah. And, like, why would that – they could still live together. They yeah. could still, like, do all these things. Uh-huh. It, like, wouldn't make any difference if they're no. married or not. So I don't yeah. – I just really don't understand – it's... And they make this whole weird point when they're getting married to be like, mm-hmm. we don't believe in God and we don't want to yeah. do any of this stuff. And it's like this weird turn in the movie it where is. they're trying to like make this statement about how liberal they are. It's yeah. really strange. It's super bizarre. And I don't know. It's just, I don't, <laughs> I wonder how it is as a book. I imagine it's terrible because, you know, you can only derive like so much Nicholas from the source Sparks material. Shit, you know what I oh, mean? Oh God. Like, yeah. But like. It's so cheap. But like. Even I watched a walk to remember a couple weekends ago and oh it was because we had been talking it. about it. Y- yes. But even though it's just, it's interesting to me though, because the, it seems like the same type of, it is almost exactly the yeah. same type of deal. I thought about I, it a lot actually. Right. Except the characters are likable yeah, and like more real, even though they're still like very like, this is Cliche. church girl and yeah. bad boy, you know, but the but, thing about a walk to remember that uh-huh. it does well I mean, there's a lot of things. And, like, yeah. let's not get into a Nicholas Sparks discussion because most of his books and movies are, are shit. Garbage. And the thing about A Walk to Remember is it was kind of the first one. It was. And I feel like it was taken more seriously than the ones yeah. that they now are because now they know just, like, any like people will go see them. Right. Um, but a, a Walk to Remember is genuinely good in so many uh-huh. ways. And one of those ways is that it, like, has character arc mm-hmm. and it really, like, shows – it focuses on the relationship first. It it really does. In this way that's like really feels really <laughs> I love that I'm talking about Walk Remember right now. But in a way that feels like really genuine and you really believe that these people love each other. You yeah. like feel it. You're like, yeah. Right. They well, love each other. And there's there's the moment, um, which let me <laughs> 
well, okay, I've got a couple things to say about this just since we're talking about it. Hell yeah. Um, there the moment after she's done singing her song on the stage, you know, <gasps> yes. and she looks beautiful, and he's like sitting on the stage, and he's like, "You're beautiful," and then she sings, and there's just like this moment, and yes. it's like you can just like tell like the yes the chemistry. It, like, the love story is missing that entirely. Yes. But, hang, but hang on. Riley, that song in that movie, which I mean, is great, and Mandy Moore is great, but it's, they're singing it, she sings it in a play that mm-hmm. was written by a classmate, and it's about, it's about, it's about, a, like, gangsters in the 1920s, <laughs> and the song is like, and I... And I pray to be only yours. I pray to be only yours. And I'm like, who this mob leader? I don't understand. (laughs) How does this fit into the play? I know. I'm like, like Mandy, you're doing great, girl. You look great, but what the heck is this song? Yeah. So anyway, I think think another like factor in the walk to remember thing Mm -hmm. that's like makes it work is that they start out. I mean this. Like, it starts out that they hate each other, yeah, and then yeah. it's this, like, forced thing where they have to be together, and she's right. like, don't fall in love with me, and you're like, ha, <laughs> and he's like, ha, <laughs> yeah. and then they do, and it's so sweet and pure it's... and real, and he buys her a sweater, and it's really and... nice, and then he blows on her tattoo, and you're like, oh my god, oh my sexual god. tension. I know, right? And it's and just then... so great. And then, even though they're, like, 18 years old, the she, they, he marries her in the, mo- in the church her mom got married in. Yeah, and it's, it's like, so it, fucking sweet. God so, damn it. Right, there's so much payoff versus this wedding yes. in a love story, which is like, dad, we're not having a Catholic ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and the thing, and that's the difference, I think, I mean, there's a lot of differences, but I right? think a big thing about love story is, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, the first scene after him sitting on the bench explaining about how his wife's dead yeah. is, like, them in a library. And he's mm-hmm. like, I want to use your library. And she's like, go to your library, Harvard boy. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm not stupid. And she's like, yeah, you are. And he's like, why? And she's like, because you're not going to ask me for coffee. And he's like, yeah, I am. And then they go get coffee. And then they're, like, in love. They actually are. It's Seriously. A minute into the movie, he goes, he calls her. And he's like, I, I love, love you. you. Yeah. And then, like, five minutes later, they're sleeping together. And then, like, yep. ten minutes later, they're married. And then, like, yeah. 20 minutes later. I, it's just, and like, then, you, you don't believe it. And you there's, like, no then, risk. There's, like, five seconds of risk when she says right. she's going to Paris. And he's like, well, let's just get married. Yeah. Well, and the reason um, they find out she's sick with whatever is because mm-hmm. they want to have a baby. And so, I guess, but they were infertile. But we didn't mm-hmm. know that until he went into a doctor's office and was like, so said, which one are we infertile? Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, just kidding, your wife's dying. And I'm like, these are too many plot points, you guys. Well, I really, it really bothered me that they never explained what she was dying of. And they I don't know why I'm so hung up on cancer. that. They could have just said cancer. Like, like, I wanted anything, but all they do is like, she's going to need some blood treatments. And uh-huh. then... And then, like, she's in the hospital, and they're like, she's probably going to die today. And then yep. five seconds later, she's and dead. And then she does. And it's just like, whoa. Well, and it's like, he, yeah, what, he, they don't say what it is. And he's like, just treat her like she's normal as long as you can. And then yeah. you get treatment started. And I'm like, if you loved this woman, and there was, like, a chance of giving her treatments and, like, maybe, you know, yeah. using her suffering or whatever. I don't know. It just, it made yeah. me very angry. 
his big thing is like, I don't want her to feel any pain. And my big thing is like, she should be allowed to make her own health yeah. decisions. What is yep. happening? And that's why I, it seriously is so angering. It's like, oh, we're going to tell this lady what to do with her body. <laughs> They're like, she's going to die anyways, so it doesn't really matter. And also, okay. So the scene before she's in the hospital, uh-huh. he's just skating around an ice rink and yes. she's watching him. And he's like, is that enough? And she's like, no. And then he's like, let's get hot chocolate. And she's like, okay. And then she's like, I need to go to the hospital. No, what she says is it's normal. It's like you think she's just not skating because maybe she doesn't feel very good. Yeah. And then but she goes, then, can, I, can we afford a taxi? Yeah. Yep. And then he's like, why? And she's like, can we go to the hospital? Take me to the hospital. Yeah. She's like, I need to go to the hospital. And then she's just like. Like, moments later. Yeah. On her deathbed. And also, yeah. by the way, still being a bitch about it. Like, <laughs> she really, really is. ridiculous. She and just... he's like, I don't know. He's like trying to do whatever he's going right. to do, I guess. But she's right. just like, I don't want you on my deathbed. And he's like, uh-huh. okay. It's yeah. like, I don't know. I it, don't, insufferable. He, it really was. Yeah, there was no softening. She wasn't like, You'll be, she's just, she was just like, you'll be fine, preppy. And I was like, God, why are you being so mean? And by the way, like, I want to just put it out there. Okay. I went into this movie expecting to like it. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, a movie from 1970 called Love Story. I fucking love, like, love story shit. I love movies from the 70s. Like, yes. I was ready to, like, be in. And then, right. Honestly, about three minutes in, I was just like, uh-huh. well, crap. Like, I yep. hate this girl. Yes. This is going to suck. And then it did. And it, you you, I re- you, I, brought up a really good point of there's no conflict except she's where she's like, I'm going to go to Paris. And he's like, nope. Yeah. And I mean, the don't. conflict the conflict is introduced at the very end, but there, it's not even a conflict. It's just no, she's going to she, die. She just, yeah, that's it. There's no conflict. She like, will there's die. No, yeah, there's no chance that, like, it's going to get better. There's no, like, hope. Like, well, we have this experimental treatment, right. and we're going to really try it, and hopefully right. it can save her. It's just like, no, she's no. going to die. Act and like everything's fine. And it's really, like, okay. This movie is probably, what, two hours long? I mean, this is, yeah. tw- this is 25 minutes before it ends. <laughs> Yeah, we're introduced to this. Literally. I remember, like, looking and being like, oh, okay. Oh, this? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't understand. It's got, like, a high rating on most things, I think. Yeah. Or at least above average. Right. I'm going to see what the Oscar, why it won an Oscar. Yeah, I bet it's the song. Yeah, it has Um, to be. Or the acting, lol. It's just, like, there's no... There's no reason any of it would work, so then, of course, it doesn't. Right. Like, the writing is annoying, the pacing is annoying, the editing is annoying, the music is annoying, the characters suck. It just doesn't, like, the story goes nowhere, and then she just dies, and then that's it. And you're like, oh, okay. And there was a couple parts that I was like, oh, that's pretty cute, or whatever, but... Then right. she would say something, and I was uh-huh. like, oh, God. And then she would talk, and it was just horrible. Um, yeah, and it's like, I know what they were trying to do with this character, but it, they just, they did not hit the mark. Right. Um, guess what? It was the score that won an Oscar. There you go. But it which, was nominated. Way, is just fine. <laughs> right, which is, and it, yeah, I'm like, I'll, if I never hear it again, I'll be okay. But it was, it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best actor, best actress, best actor, and best writing. So, 
I like. I I want so... to say like I want to give it a pass because it's so old. Right. Like that's not fair because there's so many other movies from that same era that are still amazing like genuinely good and that have story and yeah yeah and i think like a really good story is kind of timeless most yeah. of the time i mean timing matters to a degree right but, but i mean i think that's why this like, movie is not about and, timing it's yeah, just a fucking no, love God. story that love yep. story but uh-huh. it really <laughs> It really, really falls really, really flat. I was kind yeah. of hoping, honestly, that you were like, no, I love this movie. And then I could be no. like, why? Well, I was, well, and I was hoping that maybe I would feel wrong. Like, maybe my, maybe I'm just more receptive to it now. But no, if anything, I'm, I wasn't. It's just bad. It just it's just really stupid, stupid honestly. Uh, so, I don't <sighs> know. I think I, I've said all I can say about Love Story. What about you? Um, let me look through my notes really quick. Kay. I don't. I'll see if there's anything else I wanted to just, like, bring up. But I think... Okay. Let's see. I just have a lot of notes that say, like, annoying, cliche. Yeah. Like, yeah. just angry. Yeah. The acting, dot, dot, dot. The it's... delivery, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> the script, dot, dot, dot. Oh, it's so bad. So bad. Oh, oh no. We t- I think we talked about all okay. of this. Cool. Let's see. Oh, I have a lot of, she f- seems fine. Yeah. But, like, when she was dying, I was like, she yeah. seems fine. She looks, they didn't even do, like, bags under her eyes or anything. No, they like, she's just, just like, like, a beautiful woman, and then she's, yep. like, like yeah. walking around and doing she's her gone. thing. I yeah. don't, it's ridiculous. Yeah. How many thumbs do you give this? Uh, I don't know, one, I guess. Like, it is a movie. They it, did it. They it made a movie. <laughs> what about I, you? I guess I'd, I don't know. I guess I'd give it like mm, two two point five. I'm gonna nice. give it two point five. I don't <laughs> I think that's I, very fair. Like I watched it all. I did yeah. cry, but I cry yeah. at a lot of things, so I don't think that's very like <laughs> a good judgment of anything. Right. But it's just it it made me angry and I hated everything about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. All right, well, that was uh that was our review on Love Story. Don't watch yeah. it or do. I don't really do. care what you do, but uh um yeah. So uh usually this is would be the time where I would let you know what's going on with the bare naked ladies, but guys, if I'm being honest, I think I <laughs> it's not a whole lot. And also like I think I don't think I can get any better than that dis- that's really stupid fanfic I read. So like You're I think You're going to have to have a new bit. Oh, guys, this just in. I'm going to have to figure out a new bit. <laughs> this just <laughs> Kindred has run out of things to talk about with the Bare Naked Ladies after only, like, four times. Yeah, it's true. And, I mean, I, I, we really, uh, we jumped the shark with the, with the fanfic. So, in lieu of a new segment, we're going to have Riley read us a Bible tract. Or a Scientology pamphlet. Um, what's, what Bible tract options do we have? Okay, so number one, the Scientology pamphlet is about um, quote unquote child auditing. Um, it's like sending your kids to Scientologists to like fix their uh, behavioral problems. So that's the yes. pamphlet I have. Mm-hmm. Um, the tracks I have are um, <laughs> falling in love with God. Yeah, <laughs> from Women of Spirit. Okay. Um, the joy of prayer, quiet times with God, ten ways to love yourself, and then glow is there hope after death. <laughs> oh God. Um, I don't think I can do the Scientology one because it'll make me 
really angry at this moment, at the current how mood about, I'm in. How about we read that next week when we shoot the shit? Because then we can just kind of talk, like, go off of that when we talk. That sounds great. And actually, shoot the, the shit is in two weeks. I think we're going to have a lot weeks. to talk about Kay. that, so. It makes me... Oh, yeah, right. right. Two My weeks. blood's already boiling about it. All right, let's just do a Bible tract. Um, okay. I'm interested in glow, and I'm also interested in falling in love with God. So, <laughs> you choose. You follow ten your heart. Ways, ten ways to love yourself. You know what? Maybe. I want to do that because it has okay. it has a really happy older Asian woman with a blank canvas holding a paintbrush and she has no paint. Hell yes. <laughs> okay. That's the one. This is the one. We're going to go through all of these slowly. So Good. If, if yours I'm didn't get picked forward today, to just don't worry. We'll get to it some other time. <laughs> Thanks, teacher. Thanks, future. I'm going to put these under one of my lights in here so we Kay. can always have them with us just good like god himself oh okay. that's beautiful i mean herself sorry. oh sorry sorry <laughs> 10 ways to love yourself from the tract making company women oh. of spirit <laughs> christian women sharing their lives okay okay all right this is gonna be great 10 ways to love yourself no author because why God's would there the be <laughs> I've always... Okay, no author, but then it's in first person. <laughs> okay. Huh. Okay. Um, I've it's always God. been annoyed by a certain TV commercial. In it, a lanky blonde with shining tresses tosses her head and purrs. It's expensive, but I'm worth it. Purrs. Okay. Ugh. Maybe I'm just Ugh. jealous that this artificial creature... Okay. Number one, this is a real this woman. She's just an rude. actress. Yeah, jeez. This artificial creature, no, has given herself permission to treat herself well while I'm still struggling with the concept. Ooh. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll do, we're gonna have to just go past this because I could go off for about twenty minutes. But yeah. continue. I'm gonna blaze through it, <laughs> okay. and then we'll then we'll talk about our okay. feelings. Hey. I make lists a mile long filled with tasks I know I'll never complete in a month. I continue to run myself ragged when my body screams for sleep. I can't seem to stop my endless round of activity long enough to spend a quality hour in deep friendship prayer with my father, in capital, capital Ew. father, on any kind of my con- daddy. consistent basis. <laughs> oh my God, with capital letters. <laughs> Are you on overload? A wise physician friend once shared the following list of symptoms of spiritual, emotional, and physical overload. I'm taking a close look at them again, knowing that my body may be trying to tell me something about how I'm treating it. Maybe you've noticed some of these warning signals in yourself. Okay. Increased This is a hard word for me. Increased susceptibility to infection. Various illnesses, especially migraine, headaches, muscle pain and tension, lack of energy, insomnia, feeling overwhelmed by ordinary... I think this girl has HIV. (laughs) Feeling overwhelmed by ordinary daily tasks, avoiding friends and usual activities, irritability with family and friends, Mm -hmm. feeling of numbness, estrangement from God and others, dreading getting up in the morning, low self-esteem. What I have discovered from my own difficult past experience, so I'm a slow learner, is that once overload has reached the level of crippling or interactions with others, the only recourse is to retreat and rest. Continuing on the same... Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) We're skipping. A big... Okay. Okay. Treat yourself right. Okay. Okay. These are the ten ways you love yourself. We're skipping those because the rest of this is boring. Okay. Number one. Find a place all your own where you can go undisturbed every day. Number uh, two, we're also going to, we're going to skip the explanations too. We're just going <laughs> to okay, read the good. bullet points. Good. 
Number two, use your brain to cut stress. Make me. Okay, we're going to read this one because what? Okay. (laughs) If you know which side of your brain is experiencing stress, Uh you can actually encourage the other side to take over and help calm the stressed outside. No, I don't think that's, hang on, I don't think that's how the brain works. The fuck does that mean? Oh, okay. Switch to the other side of your brain. Okay. Learn to accept praise and gratitude. Say, I choose to instead of I should, I won't instead of I can't. Oh, God. I hate that sort of bullshit. (laughs) Establish a buddy system. What? What does that mean? I think she's just saying talk to a friend. Okay. Um, Or he. It doesn't give an author. I don't know who's writing this. Well, I'm going to assume it's a woman because it sounds dated and she was talking about a lady with blonde hair. But it could be a progressive Bible tract. I'm going to say no. Number six, find things to laugh about. Number seven, learn to pace yourself and take one thing at a time. Okay. Number eight, remind yourself that you can change only those things that you have control over. Okay. (laughs) Namely yourself. And God will change the rest. Exactly. Number nine, change your routine whenever you can. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Number 10, interpret <laughs> procrastination as a signal from your subconscious that it's time to lower your stress level. I don't think so. No. Huh. Okay, Sometimes. we're going to we're going to read one more thing. Okay. Um this is on this Bible tract it's called Your Bill of Rights. Okay. And then My we'll Bill of Rights. Okay. I have the right to ask for what I need. I have okay. the right to say no to requests or demands I know I can't meet. I have the right to change my mind. I have the right to my own feelings, whether they are positive or negative. I have the right to set my own priorities and make decisions in accordance with them. I have the right to make mistakes. I have the right to expect others to deal honestly with me. I have the right not to be responsible for the behavior, problems, and feelings of others. I have the right to be afraid and to say so. I have the right to my own personal space and my own personal time. I have the right to be angry at someone I love. I have the right... but not someone you don't love. No. <laughs> I have the right to be in a safe and non-abusive environment. I have the right to change and grow. I have the right to be treated with dignity and respect. I have the right to be playful and enjoy my life. I have the right to have my wants and needs respected by others. I have the right to be happy. Author unknown. This sounds like my therapist. <laughs> Kindred, you have the right <laughs> to be angry at someone Thanks. you love. <laughs> but not not angry at people you not anybody love. else well that bible uh, tract was disappointing i wanted it, it to be better like i wanted it to be like the last one about hell where it was like hell is that yeah. was a good one the one about hell was really good um let me this one was good too i like the beginning but then the it last, really lost steam <laughs> the last sentence is good that was it was good it says, um, the last sentence says, the one who made us in the first place appointed each of us as guardian of our own love tank, okay, making well, sure that we stay filled up so we'll have something uh, to give as we reach out to others. No, you can't say love tank <laughs> and then it gets empty. You can't, you can't say that. I mean, <laughs> they did. Whoever it's... wrote this, the anonymous author of this Bible tract. They're going to have, my love tank is empty next to daddy is my prince my, or whatever. My prince came. It was daddy. Oh, yeah. Yes. We're like, you can't say that. Amazing. <laughs> I wanted that to be like more, um, 
dark. <laughs> yeah, I was I was expecting. All right, let's rewrite this tract for a moment, just for like a okay. minute. Okay, so expecting... ten ways to love yourself by Kindred. Yeah, <laughs> by Kindred interpreting what she thinks this weird Christian tract should be. <laughs> right. I th- I thought that it would probably be it would be more um like God will provide you a way if you don't feel you can make it like like if you're burnt out god will do it and just keep praying to god and he'll do it it was just about being angry at those you love (laughs) and having the right to do so because i have the right i have the right i have the right uh i'm just i'm thinking back on this episode and i just am really impressed that we both that you remembered that stupid block at Michael's that had writing on it, and that I remembered after you brought it up that it was that stupid block. I just so remember I just... like being baffled. Like I remember <laughs> picking it up and being like, "Who would buy this? Yeah. Why does this exist?" But I guess that's like it's like that live laugh love shit that people just are it's, really into. It's just my my dad. He'll when I, we always make fun of this sort of crap if it's ever on you know TV or if we're ever just like talking about it. But my yeah. dad's least favorite one that he ever saw, and by least favorite, I think he secretly loves it. <laughs> it just said, it just said, giggle. What? It's just he was like in somebody's house and just like in stupid vinyl uh, script above their dining room, it just said giggle. That's fucking weird. Yeah, because it's it's bizarre. It's really truly bizarre. Giggle. Do you think? All right talking about these vinyl letterings do you think it's besides millennial moms and mormons who were most of the millennial moms are um like is it popular is it actually popular like yeah i think so yeah i think it's like i think it's just like uh like a suburban thing okay okay you know just like like suburban households right like to have vinyl lettering on their right. walls. I don't know. Right. I've never understood the appeal of it. No. But I mean, here's, I oh, I was gonna say a poem that I sent you, but I I just sent it to Linda because you were you were like I have to drive home, and I was like I'm not oh. gonna bug you anymore. <laughs> um, I sent Linda this like poem that I really love, mm-hmm. and it's something that I want to like put up in my house, and so I just thought yeah. about like I guess that's the exact same thing, like right. It's something but, I want to, like, see every but I, day, but it's also not just, like, live, laugh, love. Yeah, but I feel like you would probably um, get it, like, get a mat and, like, have it framed. Yeah, well, <laughs> or, like, I, I think I'm going to, like, tasteful. paint it on a canvas. Or, yeah. Like, I'm going to design it or something. Right, I don't know, and but... it wouldn't be that stupid scripty font that is yeah. so ugly and just, ugh. It's just ugh. also, like... These things get repeated to a point that they're, like, completely void of meaning anymore. Yeah. Like, live, laugh, love, okie dokie. Okay, I'm gonna go kill myself. Yeah, it's like, what the, like, live, all right, laugh, okay. Uh Like, it's all just, like, yeah. I guess. It doesn't mean anything. No, it really doesn't. Giggle, though, is, like, the most, like, (laughs) inane, like, giggle. Like, no. No. I don't even know what does like a giggle even entail. Just like <laughs> like that's fucking weird. Don't giggle. Nobody no. giggle around me. Um, I I saw one above a door once in Idaho, leaving a house, mm-hmm. and it said, 
uh, don't leave the spirit at the door or something. I can't remember. Oh <laughs> something God. stupid about like not leaving Jesus in your house. Take him with you. Come on, Jesus. Let's go. <laughs> I don't want to go to McDonald's. Go to Target, Jesus. Get in the car. It's time uh, to go. Time to go walk around Target until we buy something we don't need. Hell yeah, Jesus would give me all that money I for love Target. Target. Oh my God. Okay, I'm gonna. This probably isn't the time to talk about this. Okay. But I saw something, guys. I don't want to even say where I saw this, but like I'm into Reddit now. <laughs> And so yeah. I've just have been perusing the Reddit lately. It's it's cool. We love Riley. We it's, love her. It's something I have feel a lot of shame about, and that's really but all you it shouldn't. is. It's just a website. It is just a website, and I just really like looking at puppies and memes. Yeah. and that's just you know that's who I am. But I saw this thing, and I've seen it before, mm-hmm. but it's really amazing. Um, so it's a post that like an old lady put on her Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And it's from stopmasturbationnow.org. Okay. <laughs> and so there's a picture of Jesus, and then next to him is some text in quotes like he said it. And it yeah. says, like, Jesus after. Like, he said this. Okay. So, like, literally, they're like, Jesus said this. Okay. <laughs> says, are you addicted to masturbation? <gasps> Reach out to me, and we can beat it together. No. <laughs> no. No. They, no. That's... <laughs> I like to imagine that Jesus did say that though, and then he winked afterward. <laughs> I just like, and then so I, someone just commented, and they're like, maybe not the best choice of words, but I just, maybe. Have oh, you seen? God. We'll mention this, and then we'll go. Okay, guys, okay. I promise. I promise this episode's ending. Um, <laughs> have you seen those like stop masturbation crosses for children? No. There's That's these, horrifying. There's these, like, crosses, like, literally, like, crucifixes. Uh-huh. Um, that are, like, made out of, like, plastic or whatever, and they have, okay. like, Velcro straps in them, so you okay. can strap your kid down to this cross so they can't <gasps> touch their genitals. <gasps> and it's, oh, it's, like, the most terrifying That's thing inhumane. you've ever seen. I th- yeah. When you, said, when you said that, I was like, oh, so you just, like, hang it by their bed and it just says, uh-uh. No, it's no, like no. to strap them down so they can't touch themselves. That's just disgusting. That's just really yeah, disgusting. It's crazy. And I just yeah. I didn't know that existed and now I'm angry. So <laughs> Well, Riley, do you wanna take us out with our famous closing catchphrase? Um, my famous closing catchphrase I mean our famous closing catchphrase. Yes, yes. Um today I shaved my face. Ooh. Put on moisturizer and did a face mask. And it's the most luxurious thing I've ever experienced. Everybody, all you ladies out there, just consider shaving your face because it's something I'm going to never not do. It's the most amazing experience of my life. Ditto. Amen. And with that, guys, we love you. Thanks for listening. I can't believe you listened. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.